this morning, let me read from Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 32. This is a message from the Lord to his people, uh, the people of Israel, God's chosen people. It says this, For as now of the days that are past, which were before you, since the day that God created man on the earth, Ask now of all those days which are before you, since, even since the Lord created man, ask, ask and see, and ask from one end of heaven to the other, whether such a great thing as this has ever happened or was ever heard of. Did any people ever hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire as you have heard and still live? Or has any God ever attempted to go and take a nation for himself from the midst of another nation by trials, by signs, by wonders, and by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by great deeds of terror, all of which the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? To you it was shown that you might know that the Lord is God. There is no other besides him. This was written before they even knew about the cross. This was the, 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 the Old Testament rescue stories that God had done. What, what words would they summon if they had seen the blood-soaked cross of Calvary? We have an awesome God. And I'm able to stand here today and read this with a straight face. Well, not really, <laughs> but with a straight face and with all confidence that this is absolutely true, that God is never not good. We love living in that house, and it was a, a gift that you gave us as a church that was far more to us than uh, than a place to live. It was magical. It was a home. Uh, we loved it. Um, have memories. In 17 months of living there, we have so many good memories, and we thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that opportunity um, to live there. Uh, we have really sorrowed over what has happened, as you know. Uh, but I want you to know that that through it, the Lord has shown us things about himself that we never would have seen otherwise. And maybe that's true. Maybe you've seen things you never would have seen otherwise through this, for walking through this with us. We've seen things and learned about God's people that we never would have known otherwise. And my family, my kids in this room uh, have seen something about the uh, faithful uh, goodness of God and about what it really means to be the redeemed of the Lord pictures, I mean pictures, and that they'll never, they'll have that the rest of their lives, and so thank you for that as well. Um, this morning as we worship, I want you to know we're okay, uh, and we praise God, so much to praise God for, and uh, we love you dearly, okay? I'm going to pray for us, and then let's worship. Heavenly Father, it is great to be able to sing out loud that we are a child of God, because Lord, it matters of whom you are a child. And Lord, you've claimed us as not only our king and Lord, praise God that for your kingship and for your lordship. But Father, 
that could have been all you chose to be, and you chose to be a father to us, make us family. And being a, a child of the king matters the most in times of trial and difficulty. And so, Father, we just desperately thank you for that this morning. We want to praise you more in this house today. And we want it to rise up to heaven. Uh, we want to declare to one another, and we want to declare to you, and we want to declare to anybody in a watching world that there's more to, <laughs> that there's more to this life. There's more to our salvation than what we can hold in our hands. Father, you've loved us with an everlasting love, and it's unfailing. And your fatherhood is not fleeting, and our sonship uh, does not go away, Lord. You hold us when we need it, and we thank you for that. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for his sacrifice today on a cruel cross to pay a debt that we owed, Lord, so that we could have this privilege, this rich blessing of walking through the fire with you by our sides. And so we praise you, Father, strengthen our hearts today. Holy Spirit, make us able. Father, the framework, the, the structure of our hearts is not worthy to pronounce the praise that you deserve. And so reinforce us in this moment that we might be able to utter your glory back to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thank you guys. I may take the liberty to speak from the floor today, and I'm going to just uh, take a little stand here and pull it down. Um, we're going to be looking together at Psalm 136 today. <clears throat> And I have to confess that in any proper sense, I can't say that we have a sermon uh, today. These are uh, loose notes of mine that I put together for our time together this morning uh, that I want to share with you. Psalm 136 is a song of God's glorious love. And I wish I had counted before I came in here, but... <clears throat> If we read this together, you'll see that repeated looks like 30 times uh, just at a glance. is a phrase over and over, uh, Psalm 136, the steadfast love of the Lord endures forever. If you have a different version, it may say the mercy of the Lord endures forever. The loving kindness of the Lord endures forever. Uh, I think the King James just simply says his love endures forever. That's simple enough, isn't it? The Bible wants us to get across here. <clears throat> it repeats it 30 times in, in, this, in this text that there's something special about the love of God. I found uh, in our house the other day as we were walking through, someone took a picture of it for me. Uh, this picture here uh, laying on the floor. Somebody had given us this at Christmas, and we had hung it up on the wall between the boys' bedrooms and you could probably read it. It's uh, just a wall hanging with a music sheet behind it for the hymn. It says, It is well with my soul. And um, as we're walking through there, uh, the, um, the brokenness of that picture uh, is uh, appropriate. Uh, it is in times of brokenness that uh, we need to know and be reminded that it is well. That's what that song is about. 
And that's what the steadfast love of the Lord, never ceasing, enduring forever, uh, is about. Um, and so today I want to talk to you about that for just a moment. Uh, on Tuesday evening, we were, uh, I was in a staff meeting in our, in our fellowship hall with all the rest of the ministry team here. And somebody came pounding <clears throat> on the door. And uh, I thought, whoever that is, you know. <clears throat> I thought, who would pound that way? And so I went out with an ungodly heart uh, to, uh, to see who that was, and what delivery person would do this, you know, what, you know, who is this? And saw that there was smoke coming out and, um, and then ran up there. I learned that I can still run, uh, which uh, I don't usually do, but I did. And got up there, and by that time, the, the smoke was so so thick that you couldn't even see into the doorway you couldn't you couldn't move further there was nothing to uh, to do my kids were a mess and uh, were just um, uh, wrecked by what was happening and literally falling <laughs> falling uh, in in grief onto the ground uh, about what had happened I was angry I was, you know said what happened here and I found out and fussed and for a moment uh, before I, the Lord helped me clear my head. And so um, we watched. We came down to the church and we, someone had called 911. And um, we watched and we prayed. And the fireman came and uh, the house was very clear. It was just evident. Um, this was not something that they were going to be able to pull back. Um, and so it takes a long time for a fireman to get here when, you're, when it's your crisis. They got here in a great, a fine amount of time. It's wonderful. Um, but when it's unfolding, it's hard. And so we watched it, and the kids stood there and um, heard the noises and saw the smoke and uh, saw the fire engines come, block the road, and, and bust out every window. And the noise of that uh, is just, uh, you guys will forever have that uh, I'm sure uh, just listening to that and thinking of it uh, but we prayed uh, for the firemen and uh, we prayed that they would uh, no one would be injured in that um, we couldn't imagine the living with that and the life change that, that would bring um, and so we prayed for them we prayed together and um, that's what happened I'm, I'm thankful that everyone survived, you know, it's not a foregone conclusion. So I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful to the Lord uh, that God is good. Uh, the verse keeps coming to my mind all week long. Psalm 37, uh, the writer says, I have been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. And, uh, not saying that I'm righteous. God has made me righteous by the blood of Christ. We're his. You know, we belong to him. Um, and there's a confidence that he doesn't forsake us. Um, so I'm thankful to the Lord for all he's shown us. Listen, friends, he has shown us so much uh, through this. The blessing and glory and growing and learning. A uh, 17-year-old boy, 18-year-old boy stood in my living room and basically preached a sermon the other day, not even my living room, the, the new place we're staying, pre and preached us a sermon today that's 
worthy of Billy Graham. Um, and uh, we got to hear that, and um, we got to see you and all you've done for us, and I'm thankful for that, and I'm thankful for you. So I'm so deeply thankful for you, most of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I say that, I'm thinking of Fletcher, actually. Uh, <clears throat> In the parking lot, um, Jackson and Olivia were talking about how they lost their Bibles. Their Bibles were ruined, and Fletcher said, well, why don't you just get one out of the vestibule? Because we don't want anyone leaving here today without a good, reliable <laughs> copy of God's Word. <laughs> now, that's a turkey for you, right? <laughs> uh, so Psalm 136, I don't know if we should read the whole thing or not. It's so long. Let's try. <clears throat> it won't be on the screen, so uh, get a Bible. Um, and if you don't have one, you know the rest, right? Um, I'll begin reading <clears throat> at verse 1. You read with me and, and stay focused if you can. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods for his steadfast love endures forever. Just hear all the names of God and the acts of God in this. Give thanks to the Lord of lords for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who by understanding made the heavens for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who spread out the earth above the waters for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who made the great lights for his steadfast love endures forever. The sun to rule over the day for his steadfast love endures forever. The moon and stars to rule over the night for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt for his steadfast love endures forever. And brought Israel out from among them for his steadfast love endures forever. With a strong hand and an outstretched arm for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea in two for his steadfast love endures forever. And made Israel pass through the midst of it for his steadfast love endures forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who struck down great kings, for his steadfast love endures forever, and killed mighty kings, for his steadfast love endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, for his steadfast love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, for his steadfast love endures forever. And gave their land as a heritage to his people, I'm going to add, to his people. He gave their land to his heritage for his steadfast love endures forever. A heritage to Israel and his servant for his steadfast love endures forever. It is he who remembered us in our low estate for his steadfast love endures forever. And rescued us from our foes, for his steadfast love endures forever. He who gives food to all flesh, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God 
of heaven, for his steadfast love endures forever. What a neat psalm that is. And I don't have clever headings this morning. We're just going to look at this psalm together. And I want you to see a little bit of what we've gotten to see through this fire and the steadfast love of God, okay? Real quick. The first thing we see here is his love. Whose love is it? It's his love. All loves are not created equal, are they? Aren't you glad that this starts out with his love? Who else could be able to do all of these things that we've read together? It is only one whose love matters in that way because it is only one whose love is backed up with this kind of might and power. And the acts described here are not only acts of power, but they are acts to show his love. He, the Lord, the God of heaven, saw a people and decided that he would have them in love for himself and spared nothing. The king of Og or Og, the king of wherever, right? I mean, it don't matter. The Pharaoh, king of Egypt, I'll have, these, these are going to be mine. He does that for you and me as well. The cross of Calvary is a testament to that. This is, it matters whose love we are loved by. And this week, we have learned something about the love of God's people. And if the love of God's people is even a, I'm telling just a whisper of what the love of God is, then just based on what we've seen this week, the love of God must be a mighty love. We knew that anyway. But if he's changed his people so, so much to love like this, then what must he do? Here's a few things, a few images I'll never forget this week. I'll never forget watching my kids watch the house burn and hurting for their hearts and being able to do nothing. And I'll never forget how sad we are and have been. Every time we walk through there, it's like looking at a dead body, Erica, Erica says, and it is, it's true. Um, what was alive is lifeless. I'll never forget how deeply sad we are. But in the midst of that, here are a few things we've noticed. Jackson said later on, he said, Dad, you know, the night of the fire, the parking lot looked like a Sunday morning. And what he meant is so many of you were here I mean, you didn't know what to do. You came, you were present, you were here, you were loving, you were helping, you were serving, you were planning. Uh, We set an attendance record that day, okay? (laughs) You can do that other days too if you want. Uh, But we set an attendance record that night. Uh, You you brought us clothes. Uh, You bought us clothes and brought us clothes. Uh, A lady was here last night and came by. Uh, and talked to Erica and was giving clothes to her and, and said, here's these, and if they're not your size, if you wouldn't mind, give them back to me, and I'll keep wearing them. They were her clothes, not leftovers, not, not extras, not ones from the back of the closet. They, she wore these clothes, but the sizes lined up, and it, that's literally giving us the clothes off your back or off your legs in this case, but uh, can, you, can you imagine the, the love of God? I mean, can you see that? You don't get this stuff <clears throat> outside of the redeemed of God. It is the Lord who is our model. It is he who is, an, is our example. 
people, more than one of you, offered to move out of your house so we could move in. We'll stay with relatives. We'll go on a trip. You live at our house <clears throat> for free. Our deacons leapt into action and stood with us that whole night and started visiting hospitals that I couldn't get to and, 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 and moving and, and doing. And our committees jumped into action and started thinking. And uh, it was amazing. Listen, in a, in a time like this, uh, a, a word is, is like, <laughs> it's like a drink of water, you know? Someone to say, we've been talking. We've been thinking, we've been doing uh, to help you. <clears throat> they did that. I saw Fletcher in the parking lot the night of the fire as it was raging, as the firemen were up there with all of the students that had gathered here, including my children, in a huddle praying. Uh, and, and I would go do something, talk to the firemen, I'd come back, and they were still praying. This wasn't a, uh, you know, thank you for our daily bread prayer. They were huddled there seeking God. I thank you for that ministry, Fletcher. I thank you for Kevin, who the next day just came and stood by the reception desk all day long, took off work, took a day of vacation, and came and stood here, not knowing what he would need to do, not knowing what would be called for, but just was just present there at the reception desk all day and did what was called upon to do for the gifts that you guys gave us and loved us with. Vicky sobbed with us in the parking lot and prayed with us in the parking lot. Trey and Stacy have been just ever present uh, since the very moment of that um, fire. I got to see the image of Kathy Kemp uh, just holding on to Reese while he just sobbed into her belly. And then scoop him up and take him with her to move her car just to get him out of there. And so, so much more I could say. Laura came in with a, had a load of clothes that she went to Kohl's and bought for me and for all of us. But this is the outfit she bought for me. And uh, she has spoiled me now. I was a Walmart shopper before. <laughs> but these are nice, you know. So all of that happened. It happened. In life, I mean, you did that. Pastors from other churches came here to pray. Zach Williams from Flat Creek was on site that night and couldn't find me, but prayed with Erica and Dave Winger from Hopewell has been by, and I'm sure I could name others if I could remember all their names. There's a, uh, and they've prayed for us and they brought gifts from their church to us. Churches I never heard of, don't know their pastors. I have no relationship with, have brought checks and. <clears throat> And done amazing things. Reese lost his Pokemon cards that he had carefully curated over many years. and uh, <clears throat> It's a big deal, right? Pokemon. Another child came with their Pokemon collection carefully curated in a folder, you know, organized. They love it just as much as you did. And what, but they gave it to you. I mean, that's amazing. Children have given us little bits of money and, and stuff. And Truett McConnell University sent a check and wanted to cover our deductible for the insurance. And uh, they did it. They sent it to a university I've never attended. We don't. <laughs> they just did it. Smokehouse Barbecue set aside 20% of their total sales on, on the day of the fire Tuesday and gave it to us in a gift card. 
I walked through last night. Maybe it was the day before. I can't remember. The fellowship hall and some of the most able-bodied, wonderful, godly, capable people in our church were in the church kitchen washing my cups from my house uh, carefully. I mean, every spot, drying them, packaging them. That is piercingly humbling in the best of ways. I mean, to see that happen. Not to mention your obscene generosity with money, plainly spoken, just to give us money from widows, people who have little, from those who are laid off. I know you're laid off, and I know you dug deep to give that to me, to us. Somebody gave a cashier's check, so we didn't have the choice to not cash it, right? It's already, you got to cash it if it's a cashier's check. It's been amazing. Got to see some weird things, too. The internet guy, I called him to cancel the internet. And he said, well, what happened? And why are you canceling this? I said, we had a house fire. The house burned. It's ruined. We can't live there. He said, oh, I'm so sorry. He said, w would it help if we could lower your rate to $19.99? <laughs> I said, I don't think that would help. <laughs> now, that's a, <laughs> that's a different kind of love, isn't it? <clears throat> and don't you praise God that it's his love that we've got, not the cable guy, not the stranger. The love of God couldn't be further from the love of the cable guy, right? God knows us. He loves us. He's brought us into a love that is decidedly unnatural. It's supernatural. And he has changed us with it, and it shows. It's found nowhere outside of God alone. His love, second word here is it endures. <clears throat> God's love endures. <clears throat> What's that mean? It lasts. Things don't need to last when it's easy, do they? I mean, you don't, need, you don't need something to endure when there's no eroding rain falling on it or blowing winds. The word endures implies that there will be things that threaten to take it away and that there will be moments in pain that, 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 that call to us and, and want to wither us down, and yet there's something that endures, that lasts. It does not change it goes on. I love the, 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 the Bible's references to, to staying strong and not fearing. They would not be there if there wasn't great cause to fear in this life. If there wasn't great cause to be weak in this life. And so the Bible says in Deuteronomy 31.6, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. He's speaking to Moses, and later he will repeat this to Joshua. Uh, Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not, what, leave you or forsake you. He endures, right? Isaiah 43, fear not, for I that, let, let that letter I stand as a, a bold edifice in, in your picture here. For I have redeemed you. I have called you by my name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God 
the Holy One of Israel is your Savior. He endures, doesn't he? The love of God lasts. Jesus told us in this world, told his disciples, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. We've seen God's love endure through this. And we've seen it endure in amazing ways. The, before we even got in bed the night of the fire, somebody from our church reached out and said, I have found a furnished home for you guys to be able to live in for free, uh, temporarily. And um, we got over to the house the next day to meet with the lady who owned it. It ends up being uh, um, built by the, the first people ever married in this building, 1957. This building was built, the first people ever married in, in our church built that house when they were first married. And I thought, what a good God to not only to provide our needs in an abundant way, I mean, a miraculous way, but to give us a little glimpse that his hand was there. There's a connection to this church and to faithful people. That served my heart. And I'm not trying to be mystical or magical, but that spoke to my heart. And I'm convinced it was from the Lord that he did that. There were groceries in the fridge. And this lady who loved the Lord, she talked to us all about the Lord. She filled that fridge up with groceries and snacks that the kids would like. It touched us. First night, I remember, it just listen, we were a mess. I could hardly have a conversation. And I was walking through the, the place, and Reese said, Dad, he said, come in my room. And I thought, praise the Lord that, he, that there's been a glimpse of healing already. My room, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, God is good. <clears throat> Reading through your notes. It's been amazing, the things that you wrote to us. Uh, we've loved everyone. We sat together and opened every <clears throat> note you sent us and read them out loud. Kids would open one. We'd pass it. Each one would open one, and we'd take turns, and we read that, and that, that blessed us. The first night, Erica dreamed about scotch tape and was just kind of one of those dreams where you just fixate, like, and, and it's all night, you know, I, where I'm not going to have scotch tape, and I'm not going to have scissors, and and this is scotch tape has, has disturbed her, you know, the, the little things that, you know, you're not going to have little ponytail rubber bands and, and all the stuff. But for her that night, it was scotch tape. And we walked in that little house with that lady. <clears throat> oh, and she opened the kitchen drawer. And what was right front and center, the first thing in there? You know, it was scotch tape. Listen, I've walked with God long enough that I'm able to say with confidence for me. But that's of the Lord. He has done things like that for us before. You think, well, God, oh boy, God has bountifully blessed us. And God, oh, God has rescued us. And who could ask for more? And he says, you can. Let me show you just a minute. Let me speak to your heart. Let me minister to you with scotch tape. Right? With a little boy's voice saying, this is my room. I didn't get any scotch tape, but I did get these um, Nathan's. Coney Island hot dog, pretzel dogs. They were in the freezer when we got to the little house. The lady had put them in there. <clears throat> and these are hot dogs <clears throat> wrapped in what? You got it, a pretzel, right? I'm about to forsake my love of the cocktail weenie. And just, I mean, <clears throat> these were in there, and I thought, Lord, I know that's for me, right? 
I'm just teasing about that part. Those, they actually were in there, though. But um, <laughs> we had a, on our wall in the kitchen a little cross that hung, and um, it fell down in the fire. But I want to show you a picture of what was left behind, okay? Um, there's just an imprint on the wall uh, where that cross was. The rest is smoked over, but the cross was hanging there. And again, I don't want to be sensational or think this is magical, or, but I do love that the cross, it protects us, doesn't it? Listen, sin is all around. We're doomed for hell. But the cross stands in front of us and is able to present us, remember last week, blameless. Blameless. What a God we have today. We've seen God's love endure. It's lasted, it's, and it will last. We praise God for that today. And the last word here I want to mention is the word forever. The word in Hebrew is olam. You can envision in ancient times, I'm talking ancient times, the writer of this psalm pronouncing the words olam. Thinking about God. Thinking about what, what kind of love has he loved us with. It's a love that endures and, and just uttering, maybe under his own breath as he, as he, as he wrote it down. Olam, forever, endlessly. God's love, it, it endures, it lasts forever. And we got so many tastes of that this week. Um, one was, we, were, we, we, we have um, loved living in that house. But one thing we were so um, sad about is just, the feeling of letting you down because you had trusted us with that house. And uh, Erica and I were particularly um, just burdened by that and uh, that you would feel like we didn't care for it, we didn't care for you. Listen, our goal, I promised you, was to live there in a way that re reflected well upon the church uh, and upon the Lord uh, and to just delight in it. And we did that. Um, and... Um, but we were worried about that, and we apologized to so many people early on. Said, I'm sorry for the church. I'm sorry for what this means for the church. And everybody <clears throat> uh, looked at us and acted like, you're crazy. Don't, and don't ever say that again, Matthew. I mean, nobody's thinking that except for you. And the reassurance was, <clears throat> was great, but one of our deacons called Erica on the phone and um, was talking to her maybe yesterday or the day before. And uh, she expressed that, and uh, he said, he said um, we, would, we, we trusted y'all, and we still trust you, and we would trust you again. And he said, if we had a house today, we would, we would trust you with it. That's a lasting love, don't you think? And I just saw the Lord in that. This is a love God has determined to love us. Uh, he has fixed his love upon us with the cross of Calvary. He, he has un unveiled his power toward us through the empty tomb. And listen, we're sealed with the Holy Spirit. And there's so many times in life that we have cause to say, Lord, you trusted me. I mean, you gave to me salvation. And Father, I've, look what I've done with it. I've flubbed it again. And the love of God that endures forever. It's never a love that says, yeah, you, you know, you're right. Give it back. 
You're right. You don't deserve that. It's a love that time after time says, and I still love you. And if I, if I had it to do again, I would do it for you. That's the, that's the love of God. We've seen the love of God endure. We were standing there that night. <clears throat> we were watching the firemen go up there. I thought, oh, God, please don't let any firemen be killed. They are rushing into that place. And they were uh, risking their lives. No, no, no um, certainty that they would come out. It was very bad. Um, we prayed for them, pleaded with them, with the Lord, uh, don't, let, you know, don't let any of them lose their lives, Lord, please. Uh, that would change everything. That would, um, it, it, it would be life-altering uh, if, if that was a part of this. And we just prayed and we prayed. But I want you to know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, we have a Savior today who rushed into a fire of our making, not with the likelihood, not with the possibility that he may lose his life on account of our actions, but with the certainty of it. And he rushed headlong to the cross for you and me. That ought to be life-altering. That ought to change everything. And so today, I want us to be a people who lives this out in front of the world. And I want to tell you, uh, again, from my heart to yours, uh, a deep, we have a deep well of thanks and cannot believe what you have done for us. And we already knew. We already knew this was a good people. We already knew your hearts, and you've still showed us more. Let me pray for us. Mm-hmm.